welcome to our podcast this is our first yeah uh, welcome welcome first first episode of our thing uh i hope you're gonna like it so uh we're gonna be talking about liverpool losing to villa 2-7 oh. what a shock our painful team. painful honestly well if you're a liverpool fan it is but <laughs> that's true not if you're a city or united fan yeah well we can start with what's happened at the start as uh, Alisson was missing because he got injured in the training. And then you've got Mane and Thiago as well. Yeah, they were out because they tested positive for coronavirus, um, which is unlucky, but that's what you get playing, you know, either international or just doing the whole, you know, transfer things recently with this sort of state of the world. It's hard not to get it. Um, but then... Just Liverpool well, did, didn't have it. They just they weren't on the pitch. I don't know. But there's having a bad day and then there's losing. Well, not just losing, getting drubbed <laughs> by a team that's only in the Prem because of a Hawkeye fault. Yeah, and then especially when you're champions and you're just getting destroyed like that, it's just. Ugh. Well, it, it's broken a record, hasn't it, for like the biggest defeat for a Premier League title holder. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like even Jamie Carragher said, it was one of the worst defensive performances he've ever seen in his life, and it was like since 1963 or something like that, to to get beaten like that. It's just it, it does not surprise me. Joe Gomez had an awful game. Well, in general, the entire team did, except Salah. Salah, but... yeah, Salah was decent, but they didn't. They didn't seem like they cared enough to just do anything. They seemed like they were just tired. You know, but... they they seemed like energy less i don't know yeah probably from like that in the last season and stuff as well and then it's a new season you're the champions you have to show even especially a team like aston villa who's the boss here you know and i don't know it's just well because at the point when villa was two and a half before probably live was head to starting to drop and then salah and scored and then is liverpool so you expect them to come back from that anyway and then before you know it there's, there's another two goals in and then yeah and then you just see the game running away from liverpool yeah especially in that then... they, they finished a half for one like that's that's how do you get up back on the pitch yeah. or how do you go that's back a big to statement it? it's it's like <sighs> there's one thing like you can say oh yeah Allison's up injured but then Regardless, you're in the Premier League and with Liverpool, your backup goalkeeper shouldn't be allowing seven goals in. Oh, and, and it could have been, true. and it could have been more, because Barkley was missing chances, and then Watkins hit the bar. That is true. That is true. And then also, if you think about it, champions, uh, not Champions League, sorry, uh, Premier League champions, and missing just a couple of players i know everybody is very important but like you should have the bench being so strong as strong as your main team to in situations like you know Mane being out uh tiago being out your goalkeeper is out you should be able to still stick to the standard that you've shown with the first team you know and it's so disappointing when you look at it and you just see the state of it and it's just okay liverpool fans will say oh but we were missing Mane, we were missing this and that but you're champions. You're not allowed to lose seven two. What's going on? 
Yeah, and then you go on Twitter, and then you see Adrian receiving death threats and stuff, which isn't the case at all. Because you need to think as well, like, let's say that you went to McDonald's or something, and then you went home and you got thousands of people on Twitter telling you that you're just shit at your job. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure he knew because it was... Two seven. He knew he fucked up. You, you know, you didn't need to help him out with this statement. It's just <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't help on him either. And then it's the same people that, and then you destroy his confidence. And then when he puts in another stinker, you do it again, and then you wonder why he's not performing well. Yeah, well, apart from maybe actually he's not being the best. I I can understand that he's just you know he's the second goalkeeper and he doesn't get enough game time anyway but still it, it's just I know like every fan every fan of football would be shitting on their team on their players but death threats is just that's just too far isn't it it's just too yeah far. and then at the end of the day as well it, it's just football like yeah it's just it's death threats are illegal like that's just something that it's a crime and then doing that to a person and a part of a team that you're supposed to love and support, it's very, very wrong, I think. It's just, it's bad, but, well. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Okay, so here we are talking about United losing to Spurs. 6-1, another big game, another big defeat, big Well, Depends where you're looking at it from, like... I don't know. It, 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 the, the game started pretty much good for United. They they got a penalty right away, pretty much. They scored a penalty. It was one up. And then six minutes. That's how much it took Spurs to score another two. And they were already 2-1. And honestly, United looked just really, really bad. They just... Well, it's it's the first time they've conceded six goals since since the City six one. It back in, I think, I think it was that 2011-2012 season. But it's just it's just it's really bad to see, like how they the fall from grace that United has has yeah like, exactly had. exactly and then then you look at it they they seem so strong you know after the whole break and the new season started and all that and then and then you see them at the pitch and they looked worse than Liverpool did the other game you know they looked even worse they looked absolutely like they weren't interested in the game they're not playing football anymore like I don't understand what's happening yeah I think it, surely it's got to be Ollie, that's just, just just not working well for him. Well, I, I know, I think, you know, you can say that Spurs looks really strong. They, they look really strong this season, right? But, but they think they, they look strong, but they still they still bottled three, like a three-goal lead to West Ham. That, that's true. Which we'll be talking and, about later. And, and it just it seems even worse as well, considering that Ollie is an ex-manager of United as well, and nonetheless, it's, it's being beaten six-one by Spurs of all teams. And looking at it the other way, like Man United are playing in Champions League, they can't afford conceding in their own league, conceding six goals. That's just mad. I don't know. It, the, the game looked really, really funny in a way because I'm not a United fan, so for me it looked just. 
I was laughing. It it was a shit show, honestly. And yeah, for me as well, considering I'm a I'm a city fan, I took great enjoyment out of this game. But like, what's happening, Maguire? Like he, <sighs> I think he has some issues, especially you know what happened on the holidays. He got arrested. Yeah, with Mykonos, with um, Mykonos stuff as well. Yeah, and then... and then he acts like he's a captain, and he got sent. He got a yellow already. And he tackled the guy so badly, he got another one and he got sent off. I don't... He didn't look happy either. He didn't look like he wanted to be in the game anymore. And and when you look at like the great Manchester United captains and then you look at Maguire, Maguire. now, yeah. and it, it just doesn't suit. It's, and... it's, I don't know. It's a mistake, I think, you know, to make him a captain when he's... Or even let him on the pitch when his mental status clearly something's wrong there something's happening behind the scenes that we maybe don't know about but it's just it's so hard to look at when you think it's the great manchester united really you know yeah and i think i think the entire team is like somewhat maybe annoyed and disheartened by the fact that united didn't get sancho and it's just affected how they're playing and on top of all of that, you got the aftermatch interview and you get Ollie saying that, well, after for one, he was focusing on the damage control. And I'm thinking, you're a Man United manager and you dare to say that in an open interview. Yeah, it's one thing saying it in behind closed doors and stuff to maybe the team and yeah. the it, board and such. It's embarrassing. But... Yeah, like United should never be going about damage limitation. They should be Scoring. always, like, yeah, like clawing away, always fighting for the forward. win. Always forward. Always talk about this episode is Liverpool. So another topic we want to talk about this episode is Liverpool and Everton game, which is very very controversial topic these days to even start. But... Well, obviously Liverpool went one 0 up early on it seemed like then, they had everything under control really the first couple of minutes yeah and then we expected it to liverpool to wrap it up and then there was and a then, pick for a tackle that happened which was awful awful tackle yeah it, it was it definitely should have been a red it should have been but, a red agreed but well the referee wasn't good the entire game the referee was really really bad and well i don't think pickford intentionally wanted to hurt Van Dijk if I'm honest obviously he wanted to tackle him because that's how that's a part of the game but I don't I don't think in his intentions were that bad I don't think so I can't believe in that yeah and it's just unfortunate for Liverpool fans yeah it, it probably is heartbreaking for them like Van Dijk's one of their best players if if I say so right and then they just lose him for months well, he's out the entire season, I'm pretty sure, but or near enough to the whole of the season. May come back early, like towards the end. Yeah. But. Still, it's it's I get it. It's heartbreaking, but that's the part of the game. You just get injured. You get tackles. You just it happens, and I think Liverpool People, fans just took it over to the moon. Yeah, with attacking Pickford um, and stuff, which more surely. During, like the referee should be getting more of a blame, particularly. Of course, and Pickford. Well, people saying he said that 
he's he's done that sorry intentionally is one thing but people going mad and wanting his head people saying really naughty stuff the things i saw on twitter honestly like wishing pickford dead or like telling them he's gonna they're gonna find them and they're gonna do something to him what is wrong with you it's football yeah and it's the same ones that are like oh don't laugh at injuries and then and like, then they go, yeah, and they go against what they're saying themselves, really, don't they? Like, yeah, but it's I don't know. It, it was an awful tackle, and you just got to move on for it. Yeah, and then... I think it's it, that's something that they should work on moving on from from one game and just move on past it and just look forward. But it's... they're going to miss out on the season, especially if Gomez continues to be poor, and then. As good as Trent is offensively, he's, he can't defend. So yeah, I think they're they're in a big trouble right now, especially after let let's be honest, we talked about the uh, the loss to Aston Villa, and we saw what the team looks like when it's not full or like but, somebody's but missing. Even, even then, they had Van Dyke. So exactly, but if they're didn't have Van Dijk then they what I'm saying is like they're a giant puzzle and if you take one puzzle out the whole thing is just breaking down it seems like and that's not how a champions team should look like you know well even if um you look at the the line that they put against Ajax the midfield of because Fabinho was playing as a centre-back then the midfield was Curtis Jones, Milner and Wijnaldum and it's just it's that isn't good enough Midfield for yeah. To be fair, it was working fairly well and against Ajax, but that's a different game. But still, I feel, I feel like Liverpool is gonna be in big trouble this season because of that. What happened there, and you know the atmosphere as well during the game. It looked like it was so tense for everyone, all the players, the managers, apparently fans. But you know we can't see the fans on the stadiums at this point. But I think it it was a really really like big derby and. I don't know. It it ended tragically, let's say, because obviously, it... yeah. And then, well, Ricardson got sent off to knee beforehand, and then Thiago's injured. Yeah, it, it it's been a bad game, but we cannot forget that football is supposed to sort of put us together, not break you know friendships apart because somebody said that Pickford should have been I don't know dead, and somebody saying that I don't know like. Van Dijk's dead. Like, do you know what I mean? They they just went beyond everything and just remember what's football about. Don't don't just go overboard with it. It's just I don't know. It's really wrong in my opinion. It's just. And then to add to the drama of the game, there's the the disallowed goal at the end. Oh, it was such a bitter moment as well for Liverpool, wasn't it? They were already mad, and then they almost had it. They were just. Yeah, inch, it, it's literally inch, I think of it. Inch away, inch away. But... I, I suppose that's it for that topic. Yeah, that's another five minutes. Okay, um, next subject would be Spurs bottling 3-3 to West Ham. Um... Like we've said in this episode already, there's, there's been a lot of shockers, but... Well, Spurs started off strong with this game. I thought they could have easily thrashed West Ham. Yeah, they, but were, then... they were really strong. They were looking really good and promising. And honestly, I saw so many people saying Spurs are going to win the league. And I honestly, I had, a, even though I, I cannot say that as 
the fan I am. I just I'm not allowed to say that, but they looked really good. Yeah, and then they seemed to give up after the three goals. Is it just they seemed no drive afterwards? It was such a turn off. It's like somebody switched them off immediately. Like, oh, we have three, we're safe now, and you're never safe. It's football. It's sport. You know, it's and then just you know they were doing good, and then they got bail coming on. You know, and... yeah. Then he missed what should have been a goal. But then you got to think of how much football he's played in the past year or so, and more golf than football, really. Well, well yeah. If we're honest here, so it it was just a I don't know. The game was actually really good to watch. I watched the entire thing, and it was really fun, and it was amazing to see how West Ham sort of lifted, you know, totally up. They they were just 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 went for it, but still. That's not a team that you should be, a, you know, scared of if you're Spurs, if you're wanting to go for the title. Not West Ham. All right. So, yeah, if you're challenging for the title, like, you don't want to be dropping points to a team like West Ham. Yeah, especially like that. But, well, it was an interesting game to watch, but not really much to talk about apart from the fans were really excited to see Bale coming on again. And they got really disappointed because they started conceding as he came on, which should tell you something. But that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> okay, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, yeah, we'll be back again on Wednesday for the I next hope, episode. We hope you enjoyed it and just let us know anywhere really. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Just let us know what you think. All right, we'll see you then. See ya!